Jeff's, Jeff's Wonderland. And welcome to the Wonderland, everyone. I'm Jeff, and as always, I am your ship's captain as we navigate the high seas of the hows, the whens, the whys, and the wherefores of life in our search for new perspective on things we've never really thought about, and probably with good reason, or perhaps we've just gotten sick of looking at, at least until such time as we get distracted by a shiny thing. A few people have written in recently and asked me where I get the ideas for the segments on the show. Well, the simple answer to that is, I don't know. It's kind of like if you look at certain things for long enough, then you begin to see them differently somehow, and I think once that happens, you're able to consider their existence within a different context. And that's usually, for me, where the fun starts. Here's an example of what I'm talking about, and it's this. Are windows one of society's biggest problems? Now, to find out the answer, folks, come with me now as we once again board the high-speed first-class express service to Theory Time. Yo, you can't know what you can't know. I'm going to tell you what I think you know. And I know what I know. This is what I know. Theory Time. And welcome to another edition of Theory Time. Yesterday, I'm walking down the street. And I suddenly, I don't know why, started thinking about windows. As in transparent panes of glass, not the Microsoft operating system. Now, that doesn't sound like a particularly interesting subject to talk about on the Wonderland, does it? No. But let's consider for a moment what a window actually is. A window is not a wall and it's not a door. I suppose it could be either of those things in some situations if we're talking about architecture or interior design. But what I'm referring to here are those windows which are part of a solid outside wall, allowing us to be inside and to look outside without us actually having to be outside. Quite honestly, we might as well just be watching outside on TV, kind of like that log fireplace channel. Under normal circumstances, of course, notwithstanding things like air pollution, really bad weather, or poison gas attack, being outside is healthy. You know, fresh air, recommended, and most of all, this is where the real world is actually happening. Not on your TV, not on your phone or your computer, but actually physically outside. And, you know, we'll usually say something like, Uh, I don't feel like going outside. I looked out the window. I don't really like the look of it, so I think I'm going to stay inside. Look, how often have we looked at something and then later experienced it and realised that experiencing and looking are not even close to being the same thing? Fact is, we know that we'd almost certainly feel better if we actually were outside instead of just being inside and considering it. But as humans, we are often a bit lazy, aren't we? Can't be bothered. We're hungover, we've got other things to do, and so we tell ourselves that a bit of a look is going to be good enough. Consider this. If you actually had to go outside to see what it was like outside because there were no windows in your house or your workplace, you would just do it. And I'm quite sure that you'd be very happy to get out of that particular box in doing so. Am I right? Look, the thought of having to spend any time anywhere with no windows is generally a pretty awful one, actually. And we might even consider that a bit like being in a prison, because it isn't so much the lack of being able to see outside that makes a prison, 
as it is the fact that the door is locked. So here's my thought. Although windows do have practical uses, I'm not disputing that, they also manage to encourage us to be lazy when it comes to actually getting out, going outside. And so let's get them out of our houses and office buildings and have them mostly in prison cells, obviously constructed with beyond bulletproof glass, but with an emphasis also on absolutely fantastic views. That way, we'll all be encouraged to spend more time out in the real world, out in the open, or just outside, and it'll be especially motivating to those wayward souls who find themselves inside, so to speak. And you can call that another Wonderland win. This is what I know. Theory time. And that was theory time for today. Your one-stop shop for those wonderful words of worldly wisdom. And whether you're currently outside or inside, we're now going to take a sneaky peek through the music store window. But not from me, rather from one of my favourite bands right now. Now this is one of our Wonderland approved artists, and they are The Mergers. Now The Mergers are based in Nuremberg, Germany, which is about three hours or so north of where I live. And the band's been together for about ten years. They've recorded and are about to release their third album. So we are going to hear an excerpt from one of the tracks right now. And this one's called Maybe All You Need Is Time. That's the mergers. 
with Maybe All You Need Is Time from their new album, Three Apples in the Orange Grove. And that's going to be released on June the 25th on all the streaming services and on Vinyl LP. So if you want to get your Merger's Vinyl online, you can pick up the first two albums right now and the new album after June 25 by going to www.soundflat, that's S-O-U-N-D-F-L-A-T, dot D-E. And of course, you can also hear the boys on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, Amazon, etc., etc., etc. And find out more about the band by going to www.themergers.net. And we will be featuring another new track from the album in the weeks to come right here on The Wonderland. So stay tuned for that. Now, while we're on the subject of music, last winter I was playing a gig in Zurich. That's Zurich in Switzerland, and as you can imagine, it was pretty chilly. And then one night, I decided to take the tram home from the gig. So I get off the tram, and I'm walking back to my apartment, and it suddenly occurs to me that I'm only wearing one glove. Which is the kind of thing likely to happen while you are text messaging. But you know, there are certain things that we buy which we are, in fact, renting from the universe. In other words, things which are simply not meant to be ours forever. At the top of this list are things like the umbrella, possibly followed by the hat, the scarf, the sweater, the coat, the sunglasses, and of course, one or both gloves. Now these are things that we will buy in our lifetime absolutely more than once. And there is a very high probability that at a certain point, they will vanish suddenly and we will never see them again. These are not things, however, that will necessarily be stolen from us. No, they will simply cease to be our property because we have absent-mindedly forgotten them on a park bench at someone's house, in a restaurant, at a bar, on public transport, in an aeroplane, or in any number of places. I try to take a Zen approach to this. If I accept the fact at the time of purchase that these things may not always be in my possession, it makes losing them ever so less painful. And so, with all that in mind, we are now going to leave our loose valuables with the coat check lady and settle in for... Jeff's Thought of the Day. I was thinking about something, I think it was the thought of the day. I think, I think it was the thought of the day. And welcome to my Thought of the Day. And today, Thought of the Day is Umbrellas. Okay. In my professional capacity as a piano entertainer, I often find myself in Norway and frequently in the town of Bergen, which is statistically the rainiest city in Europe. Lots of people, therefore, buy umbrellas in Bergen. There are even umbrella vending machines. And no, I'm not kidding. But the fact is, nobody in Bergen owns an umbrella. Umbrella theft is also unheard of simply because nobody needs to steal them. Confused? Okay, well, here's how it works. People buy umbrellas, and then they go out drinking, and they leave them behind. And then somebody else picks up the umbrella, takes it home, and keeps it for as long as it takes for them to lose it as well. And then somebody else finds the umbrella until they too forget it somewhere, and the cycle continues until it gets really, really windy one day, at which time the umbrella gets caught in a sudden gust, turns inside out, and as we know, that's pretty much the end of the line for this particular piece of equipment. 
Now, given the design of your average umbrella, which is probably unlikely ever to change, it's not surprising that this happens because what the umbrella manufacturer has done is to essentially create a spinnaker which would be better suited to an America's Cup yacht than the hands of an unsuspecting human being. Yes, a good large umbrella will keep you dry, but by design, it is also just begging to catch a gust of wind. And the only reason that umbrellas kamikaze at that point is because if they were strong enough to not turn themselves inside out, we'd probably all find ourselves taking off like Mary Poppins and thus presenting a very real problem for air traffic control. Finally, and further on the subject of staying dry whilst in Bergen, I was once in a supermarket there and I'm doing some grocery shopping and there at the checkout was what looked like the perfect umbrella alternative. Having spent a lot of time in Norway over the years, I've become very much aware of the Scandinavian ingenuity in solving almost any problem, not least that of keeping the rain off oneself. Now, I've used these ponchos that they sell at outdoor rock concerts. You know, they're about a buck and you put them on and you flap around in the breeze. But the problem is they're kind of messy looking. And I don't really think anybody wants to walk around town looking like a transparent triangle. But this thing looked like it might be ideal. In a small box and in big letters on the packaging, the words shaped to fit you perfectly. So I thought, wow, this is amazing. So I bought it, I got back to my hotel, excitedly ripped open the packaging and tried to stretch one of these things over my head. A complete bloody failure. Look, I don't know what this Durex company thinks they're playing at, but they're getting a filthy complaint email from me. And on that overly snug but safely lubricated note, we leave Thought of the Day and our episode for this week. Now, if you've enjoyed today's show, please leave me a rating, a good one hopefully, or a comment. And don't forget to subscribe or follow the show if you haven't already. And remember, you can contact me about anything at all via my website, www.jeffhealy.com. Okay, so looking out the window now, I can see that it's stopped raining, so I'm going to put on my one glove, get out there and see what else I can lose or find. And I hope to find all of you back here next Friday for another unbelievably educational and useful episode of My Wonderland. Gotta get back to just